New Year's Resolutions 2006. Stop picking my nose. Be social! Exclamation mark. Floss more. This year I mean it. These are my actual New Year's resolutions. Getting discomfortable with New Year's. I recently found a bunch of old New Year's resolutions listed in my computer. I am going to read them to you now. 2006 is the year of no awkwardness. Dot, dot, dot. Right? No more editing movies. Fuck that shit. Less having it out, more telling it like it is. New Year's resolutions 2007. Make comprehensive New Year's resolution list. Implement effective to do list strategy. Floss every day for at least a month. Write at least 10 pages of script a week. Do Sunday. Write at least one movie review a week. Get a paying job that you can stand, preferably in film. Don't go on MySpace without a specific reason. Make one really polished short film. Cook dinner. At least one night each week. Make house livable and inspiring. Get art and paint, etc. Make bed every day for a month. Make at least one music video in the first half of the year. Eat something from the sea! Exclamation mark. Stamp out awkwardness. Data guy. Always choose going out over staying in. Write for at least two hours every weekday for a month. Get rid of wart. Write out schedule for following day every night for a month. Finish Callie's wedding video. Create monthly budgets. More skiing. Drink less, but dance more. New Year's resolutions 2008. Floss. Implement a consistent writing routine for at least an hour every weekday. Make another short film, better and more successful than the last one. Make a one man play. Write a feature film script. Plan and cook dinners. Paint house. Make a good music video. Fall in love with a guy. Have sex with a guy. Finish Callie's wedding video. Create monthly budgets. Stop complaining and learn to love Vancouver. Become more environmentally conscious slash sustainable. Less Facebook. New Year's resolutions 2009. Read a book. Less internet. Go one week without the internet. Then set specific policy for time allowed on internet daily. 
Make music video. Make another short film, not starring myself. Talk to mum and dad about funding. Write a feature film treatment. Develop three other feature film pitches. Work on not being jealous. Make weekly and daily schedules. Make specific plans for being more productive. Find a to-do list solution that syncs with my phone. Develop specific stress management techniques. Create a system of making and keeping track of specific goals for the year. Learn to take time off. Set specific boundaries for work and relaxation. More consistent oral hygiene. Try to watch three DVDs a week. More consistent house cleaning. Drive as little as possible. Create weekly cooking plans and try to cook one dinner each week. Stop picking my nose. It's possible that between the years of 2006 and 2009, I was the most pathetic man in Canada. It's worth noting that in 2010, I recall looking through the last couple years of New Year's resolutions and finding them to be so embarrassingly boring that I decided to swear off New Year's resolutions entirely from then on. Anyway, obviously I wasn't accomplishing any of them, so they weren't really doing any good. It wasn't until I started dating my last boyfriend that I got back into it because he was just one of these really effective people, you know, just like he he was so good at getting things done and he was he was very productive and I really admired that. So when we had our first New Year's together and he was like, "Do you want to do New Year's resolutions?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do it." And that year, not only did I do a New Year's resolution for the next year, I did a New Year's resolution list for the year after that, and then I did a 5-year plan, and then I wrote a 10-year plan, and then I actually wrote a 33-year plan because that year I was turning 33, which was exactly half my father's age at the time. He was 66. So it occurred to me that by the time I would be my father's age, it would mean that I got to live my entire life over again. And I was like, that's fascinating. If I got to live all 33 years of my life over again, what would I want to do? What would I want to accomplish and achieve and what would I want my life to be like? It was a really interesting exercise, but of course at the time I all of my goals were like I want to be a famous filmmaker and I want to have had a a film at Cannes and I want to get like nominated for an Oscar and it was all of these super lofty goals none of which are going to come true. Well, who knows, but currently those are not on my agenda. I love the idea of writing new year's resolutions. I mean, I love I love learning. Probably my favorite thing in life is to learn something new. I I think I've said this before, to have an insight, to have an epiphany, 
to learn something that I think is valuable, something that improves my well-being. That, to me, is my favorite part of life. And New Year's resolutions sort of dovetail with that in the sense that it's it's a plan for how to improve, what to learn, what, what you want to do, what you could do better, what you could improve on. But at the same time, the more energy I put into writing and thinking and perfecting my New Year's resolution plan, I find that I get more and more anxious and stressed and I get very perfectionistic. I'm like, oh, I don't want the new year to begin until I have completely perfected my plan and goals and, and plan of attack for the next year. And I actually find that it starts to make me less happy. It starts to make me more worried, more anxious. And that's kind of the opposite of what I think I should be trying to achieve in my life in general, especially at the end and beginning of a new year where I am afforded some holiday time to relax and be with my family and and appreciate my life. I actually think that New Year's might be a more valuable time to work on just accepting things the way they are and appreciating things for what they are and having gratitude for what we have experienced and for whatever it is that we will experience next. I find there's this moment After I get really anxious about, oh, what am I going to be doing in the future? What are my plans? I haven't booked this flight, and I don't know what I'm going to be doing in the month of June, and am I going to be able to get everything done that I want? There's this moment that happens where I just kind of relax and let all of that angst go, and I'm just like, whatever. You'll figure it out. Whatever happens is going to be interesting, is going to be valuable, is going to be a good learning lesson, is going to be life. And it doesn't need to be perfect. It doesn't really even need to be all that carefully planned. Like, what if I had a year where I just had no plans and I just sort of followed my intuition in every moment and took it step by step? I've already made way too many plans this year to embrace that. But maybe in 2020, I could have a year where I plan nothing and I literally just follow whatever comes my way. Even saying that is sort of a plan, so maybe that ruins it. But I really love that idea of making a New Year's resolution to make no plans. So I guess you could say that I'm somewhat conflicted between creating New Year's resolutions and just accepting things as they happen. I've obviously made some plans this year, which I'm hoping are going to be more inspiring and interesting than what I was planning 10 years ago. But I'm also really excited about the idea of just being content with whatever happens, with just following the moment and the flow of life or whatever, seeing where it leads. And maybe, maybe in 2020, I will make no resolutions at all and just, and and no plans at all. I don't know if I could do this, but I, I like the thought of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend the year working on these resolutions and seeing if I could build up to a place where I don't have any more plans or resolutions. Is that a crazy thing to do? 
I don't know, like everything in me says plan, train, you know, goals, vision, purpose, meaning. Like, can you have a sense of purpose and meaning without plans? I guess you can. You, you, you can. Maybe, maybe I've misguided myself. Maybe, maybe one of the reasons that I've been struggling to completely find the purpose and meaning in my life is because I mistake purpose for plan. Maybe there's a big difference between purpose and plan. Maybe purpose is more immediate, is more now. You're getting meaning and purpose out of what's happening in the moment as opposed to looking to the future. So maybe that's why purpose and meaning has always felt a little bit elusive to me because I've referenced it as sort of a a future-centered goal as opposed to something that you just live. So instead of wishing you a happy new year, I guess I just want to, I want to wish you a new year. I hope that you have a new year, that there is a year and that you get to experience it and that I get to experience it. That's pretty much all we can really hope for. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what greeting works. Uh, new Year's. Go.